Hi and welcome everyone to the 70th episode of CRM Rocks. This is Marcus Allenson and today's podcast will be about Portal. And with me today I have Chris Mahanes from Provence. Chris is a technical solution specialist and UX lead for Provence Technologies who has recently been awarded the 2018-2019 Microsoft Inner Circle and Platform Partner of the Year. Provence Technologies is an ISV that has built an IT service management solution on Dynamics 365. Chris is all about helping customers achieve the most out of their Microsoft investments from Dynamics 365, Microsoft Portal, Flow, and Power BI. Welcome, Chris Mahane. Hi, Marcus. Thank you for having me today. How are you doing? Good, good. It's a sunny day in Virginia and excited to talk about portals. Yeah, so CRM is all about managing a customer relationship. So what is a good customer relationship to you? Uh, you know, with being in uh, working with IT service management, uh, you know, we really focus on the customer relationship side. And I, I think a good customer relationship is minimizing the effort on the customer. Uh, you know, if, you, if they have to go you know, all over the place to find the information, you know, you're not building that type of relationship. All right. Uh, being able to communicate uh, well with that customer uh, makes it always for a good experience. Who are your customer? Uh, so we uh, specialize in, uh, like I said before, IT service management. Uh, so we really target, uh, well, first of all, people that are uh, currently using Microsoft Dynamics uh, and one to add another workload such as for your IT department. So people uh, basically t- uh, keeping the business lights on uh, so uh, they can manage the services they provide to the internal customers. So what is it that you do? <laughs> uh, so I wear a lot of hats at Provence. Um, you know, with being a technical solution specialist, uh, that in Provence that basically means uh, I'm the lead senior uh, functional consultant. Uh, so I uh, help with implementing ITSM, uh, and not just ITSM. If we if we see that there's a Microsoft service uh, that can uh, really help uh, the business either digitally transform or automate a process that they have. You know, I'll work with them to adopt another Microsoft service. The UX lead at Provence, uh, I'm, that's more on the product side since we're an ISV. So I uh, really review uh, to make sure what's being built uh, by in coordinating with our developers, meet uh, ISC, ISV Microsoft standards uh, and ensure that it's built in a way that uh, when somebody's using our product, it's very easy and seamless to use. We are customers all the time. So what is a memorable customer experience for you? <laughs> uh, it actually happened uh, most recently. Uh, we were working with a customer in Washington, D.C., and uh, I was I was helping them with uh, an 8.2 to version 9 upgrade. And um, it, it was just by happenstance, we were walking in the hall and uh, they have a marketing team uh, and they were trying to uh, figure out the best way to create custom forms to create leads inside of uh, Dynamics. And it just so happens uh, that when I saw what they were doing, uh, I suggested using a piece of uh, their self-service portal to embed that uh, form 
into their website so they can capture the leads more efficiently because they were working on developing it out and they were about two weeks in and uh, when I showed that you know they had the biggest smile on their face because it just they knew it reduced so much development effort on their side and um, you know that that really stuck with me so have you been a customer at some time and where you have a customer experience that you want to share with us Yes. So uh, prior to me joining Provence, I was actually a uh, end user of our product. Uh, so I started off as a CRM administrator and, um, uh, you know, working with uh, partners uh, from Microsoft, it, 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 it really stuck with me on I wanted to learn more about Dynamics and uh, when uh, Provence at, at that time, it was uh, Alpha People before we were acquired, um, you know, Partners uh, such as that, they they sit down and they show you the benefits of Dynamics uh, and how it can really accelerate business processes. And the first project I did uh, as a, a CRM administrator uh, internal, you know, the partner uh, just gave me some pointers and helped me along. Uh, but that sense of accomplishment for your first project uh, in Dynamics, that, that really stuck with me and kind of catapulted me into my dynamics journey yeah it's always interesting how you get started with dynamics and then sort of just get stuck with it yeah you just you just fall two feet in <laughs> yeah so, so I, your twitter handle is serum portal dude so where did that come from <laughs> uh so uh my mentor um uh, is uh Ulrich carlson uh and his twitter handle is uh uh, CRM uh, chart guy uh, and uh, we had been working on so many implementations when we were uh, working together uh, and um, we came across ADX studio and I had built a portal and then it just took off from there that I started implementing a lot of portals along with the CRM chart guy and he he uh, he looked at me and said you know uh, if, if this power duo is really gonna work on these projects you need to change your Twitter handle to CRM portal dude because the stuff that you build on portals is really awesome <laughs> so uh, at first I did it as uh, as a as a joke uh, and then it, it 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 really took off, uh, so that's why I'm the CRM portal dude. Yeah, that's so funny how you sort of get your niche inside CRM as well. So that's really good. I've heard about portals a lot, but can you give us a little bit of background about what is it? Absolutely. Uh, so uh, it was originally developed by ADX Studio. Uh, so ADX Studio uh, uh, was also an ISV uh, who saw a need uh, in Dynamics where they wanted to fill a gap. Uh, so they uh, developed uh, ADX Studio that was built on uh, Bootstrap and primarily a on-prem solution. Um, and it, it, it took off like wildfire. Uh, when I was working on ADX Studio, just being able to be able to build a dynamics form, place an entity form and put it on a portal. Uh, it, it was so easy, you know, cause I'm, I'm not a developer and most things that you can do in portals, um, you can uh, easily do uh, when it was in ADX studio and Microsoft saw that and uh, Microsoft acquired uh, the ADX studio IP and rebranded it into uh, Microsoft portals and it has evolved so much uh, over the last uh, three years, 
uh, as Microsoft portals that you know I'm really excited where it's going. Why should I get a portal then? I uh, think think of a, a portal as a gateway into your uh, dynamics. All right, where you're in your in earlier days, like back in version five, where you, you would always have to generate your own leads or you'd have to get it in from a spreadsheet. Um, and same thing with orders. If somebody wanted something, uh, they would call you and you would have to create your order. Portals, you don't have to do that. Uh, you know, you can expose, uh, you know, your uh, your cases or your products and create an entity form uh, that is asking them, you know, what, what issue are you having or what, what would you like? Uh, and it creates those records inside of Dynamics, all right? And the user is interacting with you and uh, what they expect, especially in this ever-changing world you know uh, Microsoft's has uh, a huge uh, initiative with digital transformation because in the marketplace now people expect a portal um, and uh, they want to self-serve themselves all right so it's, it goes with that customer relationship talk track that you want to provide the content to the users because uh, you know 10 years ago if something didn't work, you just want to pick up the phone. But now with social media and the knowledge on the Internet, people are looking out for information to self-serve themselves. So I, I, I've, you said it best. I think customers now need that portal, uh, not only from a development perspective because it's very easy to develop a portal, but to allow your customers to self-serve and meet the expectations that they have in today's world what's the difference between a partner employee customer or custom portal that's a very good question so uh microsoft has uh these uh think of them as accelerator portals all right so your your partner portals um and all these different portals have different functionality all right and it's really to accelerate what you're trying uh, to, to bring to market. So your partner portals, if you have a partner program, you know, you're going to deal more with, uh, opportunities, all right. And building opportunities that want certain products, uh, and communicating that with your partners and how you can, uh, close the deal, uh, with your partners. Now, employee, um, that's more of, uh, internal, um, uh, internal issues such as I want to create a case, uh, but I also may have um, a blog post that I want to type up and give into my employee base. So think of that as more of a, uh, an intranet portal. Uh, the customer portal, it's exactly that. It's, it's a way for your customers to communicate uh, issues. They can look at your knowledge base. Um, and self-serve for any issues or questions they have about the products they provide. Uh, the custom portal uh, is by far my favorite uh, just because it's standard. All right. It is just it handles your ident login identity and shows you all the pages that uh, you can use. But it's really a blank slate. So think of a custom portal as if you want to build out your own portal from the ground up. Uh, you're, you really are starting from scratch on the custom. portal. 
Where do you or your customers usually start with portals then? Do you go for a custom portal and build it out? Or do you take uh, one of these templates and strip it down or build from that? Or how do you see that? So from the company I work for, uh, we, we have these verticals. Uh, so uh, when, when I'm dealing with a customer that wants to uh, use our ITSM product, we have built uh, our ITSM self-service portal on top of the uh, customer portal. So, so we have a starting point uh, because they want to look at a service catalog. They want to be able to uh, create a, a ticket for any issues or questions that they have. Um, but it, it really all depends. If I, if we're just in a uh, services engagement uh, and uh, someone is trying to uh, do some things that don't really fit in one of the accelerators, uh, I, my personal preference is to uh, start at the custom portal and build it completely out uh, because you won't have to worry about arbitrary uh, pages or entity permissions you know what you build is what you're going to use uh, so it's it's definitely a case-by-case case basis there is no difference between the different portals per se it's just that you have this pre-started set of functionality in those free partner employee or customer portal that you don't have to build yourself but if you go for the custom portal and you want to sort of have the customer portal then you have to do those steps manually uh yes there are some similarities between the partner employee customers such as they all use the knowledge base uh, uh, there are some uh functionality that is um, there in partners such as it it already has pages set up to work with opportunity whereas if i had to do a custom portal and they wanted opportunities i'd have to build that from the ground up um, so it, it really depends uh what they want to do i mean the first thing i really ask is you know i don't get into any technical specs uh, on any of the accelerators. I, I sit down with the customer and I ask, what type of user experience do you want your customers to have? Um, that That's always a good starting point rather than looking at all the other portals is really think about what are you asking your customers to do on your portal? Okay, so what's a typical answer that you go from there then? Uh, so a, a typical, based on what they say is, you know, um, I, I hear they want to be able to log in, manage their own account, uh, see uh, cases. Uh, so if they have a question or a uh, issue uh, where they uh, want to submit a ticket or excuse me, a case uh, and view knowledge base articles, I typically don't start with a custom portal. I'll do the customer self-service portal because it has all of those uh, pages built out for me and then extend on any other in intricacies that they want. Okay, and, and say that they want to have something exposed that's custom entity inside CRM then, and they've started with this customer portal then. How do you go from there then? Uh, very easy. Uh, you know, with... Uh, 
uh, a custom entity, you need to define, uh, you know, how are they going to interact with that custom entity? Can they read it? Can they update it? Uh, can they delete it? Uh, once you've defined those actions, uh, you'll know what entity forms that you need to create so a user can manipulate or view those records. Um, and then you can start, uh, once you have those dynamic forms, you create the entity forms. Then the uh, dynamic views for your entity list, so they can see a list of those records on the custom entity. Um, and then just style it, and you're off to the races. Can I work with this if I'm a customer that's on-premise? Absolutely. Uh, you know, just some background, ADX Studio was uh, primarily uh, on-premise. Uh, now, but since Microsoft has uh, acquired that, it used to only be uh, online exclusive, uh, but through an initiative inside of Microsoft, you can have a one-time download, uh, which is found in the Microsoft Don't Download Center, that uses a uh, uh, a one-time download that you can have the source code uh, for the Microsoft portal to deploy it online, and that offers a lot more capability abilities because you have the source code so you could build your own controls uh, some additional ASPX pages uh, that may not be there uh, out of the box but since you have that one-time download you have the source and you can really do uh, in my mind a full-blown CMS portal uh, versus uh, an online portal where you don't have access to that source code and with that one-time download do you mean that it's not really the open source that you used to see where everything is down done in the open it's more like okay they took the code as it was this snapshot of it and they sort of okay here that is you can have that version over there it, essentially uh there is risk uh to do it that way because uh, you're right it's just a a snapshot of the source code and you're deploying it uh, and it's kind of one of those things if you modify the code you bought it because uh, uh, there are no upgrades or support uh, for that one-time download so there are some trade-offs all right so looking at both of this scenario do you have to be a developer to build the portal no, I don't believe so. Um, you know, I've been doing uh, portals uh, for you know a number of years, uh, and I, I'm not a developer. Uh, if you if you ask me to write a, a C sharp or JavaScript, uh, you know, I would be sitting there for a month trying to figure it out. Um, you know, there are some skills that you need, uh, such as uh, HTML, uh, CSS, Bootstrap. Uh, because that, that's essentially what uh, the portal is built on. It's web development. Uh, but, you know, I look at things online, such as W3. My Google's bet my best friend. So if I needed something as uh, a new, how to do something in CSS, it's really easy to do. But the majority of what I do is just with out-of-the-box configuration on the portal. So uh, it's just like with Dynamics. You know, you can you can go a long way with just the out of the box configuration. But if you want to, uh, you know, get a real jazzy portal that snaps and uh, has uh, uh, 
different operations that occur in JavaScript, things that f fire, uh, you know, there are some needs for a developer, but I, I wouldn't say that is a requirement to get your hands on the portal and start developing. Okay, so if I look at the the, the JavaScript side there, there, there is options to, to place that it into different levels and to different sites then, but you don't see that you shouldn't start there because then you're looking at it the wrong way then. Yeah, because um, you're going right into uh, liquid code, uh, jQuery, uh, HTML, and really trying to uh, take a uh, web developer approach to portals. Uh, and I, I think that's backwards. Um, I, I think when when you're first starting out in portals, you know, understand what an entity form does and what what you can do with the out of the box configurations and the control styles that it offers you. Uh, and if you can't get that far, if uh, you've reached the point of well, I can't get there, then you start looking uh, at uh, Liquid Code, jQuery. Um, and things like that. So if I want to have a customer portal that we discussed here and and my customers, they're all from different regions, perhaps speak different languages, someone's Spanish, someone's English, and I have those languages perhaps inside CRM as well as I span those regions. Is there a way for me to, to get my CRM options, those translations out on the form or on the data that I have on the portals, can I get those translated as well? Or how does that work with the multi-language support? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, when you're, when you're uh, working with customers at the enterprise level and have offices across the world, you know, multi-lingual support is, uh, is needed, it's required. You know, uh, and the great thing about portals is that the the portal, think of a portal as uh, just your front end, right? And Dynamics is your back end. Uh, so if you've taken uh, the time to uh, export uh, your solution and change the metadata and imported those translations, it's as simple as just activating that language on the portal, all right? Uh, so if you uh, have Spanish enabled uh, in Dynamics, it's just as simple as activating Spanish on uh, the portal, and it's up to the user to decide what language that they want the portal to be represented in. And with the stuff that I add specifically to the portals then, can I translate those as well? Absolutely, absolutely. Because the, the portal uh, is looking at what languages you've, uh, what language packs you've installed in your dynamics. And the uh, entity forms, the buttons that you create uh, have additional metadata that you can import the tr uh, update the translations for. So it's very easy to do. Oh, that's always good to hear. Yeah. So, so we talked a little bit about new functionality coming to the portal. Uh, so, so SharePoint documents is one of those things that's sort of coming back here. But that means that it's not just CRM data that we're exposing now then, right? Exactly. Um, you know, the, with the SharePoint documentation, uh, uh, I'm really excited about this because people that uh, are from the ADX days, um, 
the old old portal people, uh, we had SharePoint, uh, and you know having just the data sit in uh, Dynamics and only having access to that data, uh, it's it, it is restrictive. Uh, we have to worry about storage concerns. So with SharePoint integration finally coming back to the Microsoft portals, it makes that story so much easier by you know taking other data. Uh, that you're housing in SharePoint and exposing that in a meaningful manner to your portal. So you don't have to worry about um, storage concerns and you, you can bring any type of data uh, to the portal, which is awesome. So what does that mean, any type of data? Any type of SharePoint data or any type of data? So <clears throat> with the SharePoint integration, yeah, it's uh, just looking at the uh, document management settings that you have set up in Dynamics to say, okay, this record has these documents, expose that. Uh, but, you know, I, with with the flow and, um, you know, in the October release, they're talking about CDS. I really think that uh, story is going to become even greater where it's not just Dynamics data or SharePoint data. I believe it's going to be any data. All right, then, because that's not really there today then but it's in the or you say it's included in the october release so when this is out it might just be there I, i'm really hoping and a lot of other people are uh, are hoping if you're on uh portals 9.0.10 um you'll you'll see some of the portal uh features that they've been talking about already exposed, such as SharePoint documents, uh, Power BI visualizations, you know, those features are already lit up. Uh, there's also a talks of CDS uh, portal. Now, I'm not, I have not gotten to play with that yet. Um, and I, it's doesn't seem to be in uh, private or public preview yet. So uh, I'm really hoping uh, that the CDS we can expose any type of. All right, so so you said here that the Power BI visualization is coming to to the portals. Uh, could you talk to me a little bit about how that works? Yeah, so uh, with one of my close colleagues being uh, the CRM uh, chart guy, he's all about uh, visualizations. Uh, so. Uh, a couple months back, I wrote a chart about uh, a blog post about uh, how you can bring Dynamics charts uh, to uh, your portals. Um, but you know, everybody's investing a lot in Power BI because you can uh, augment the data, you can do different measures, calculations. So a lot, there's a lot of opportunity for not just showing Dynamics visualization, but couple that with other data that you need. Um, so I, I was working with. Uh, uh, this past weekend uh, with CRM Chart Guy, um, and I enabled the Power BI integration, uh, which allows me to take that uh, either uh, the Power BI tile or I can take the entire report and embed that in my liquid uh, that's present on the portal. And I, I got to say, it, it looks awesome. Uh, that's really good because then you can sort of take those contextual visualizations that you have when you're logged into that account and present them to the users then. So the serum chart limitations aren't there anymore then. Mm -hmm, exactly. Because uh, you can only go so far with uh, the Dynamics charts. You know, I really see Power BI uh, being uh, the future of uh, charts. 
Uh, and with being able to provide that type of analytics to your customers as soon as they log into the portal, um, you know, it's it's really uh, a great story, especially with uh, if you have partner centric uh, companies that uh, want to know. Uh, what's my estimated revenue based on my partner funnel? You know, you could build a Power BI tile, put that in uh, your liquid code and use an include tag for an opportunities list so they can see a Power BI visualization with uh, their opportunity uh, list. I mean, the possibilities have just really grown with that type of Can I use the standard chart as well inside the portal so if i just have some simple charting just some related data that's not really that much and hard to visualize i can use the standard serum charts as well absolutely uh so that is getting into uh kind of the uh liquid side uh but uh it, it's it's very easy to do because a uh chart has a backing view and that chart has an id and the view has an id uh so in um in when you're building a web template and a web template is what stores your liquid uh you just use a a, a chart and a view id tag uh in uh in your web template and then it it respects your entity permission so if you uh, have a chart with uh, some opportunity data or case data, uh, you can bring that uh, to your portal as well. Could I expose my CRM activities in the same way so that I can sort of use it uh, for exposing, okay, here's the appointment that we have booked with you in the future, something like that? Another way for activities is... Uh, uh, let's say you have, uh, you know, agreed upon appointments, uh, and uh, let's say you don't want to use Outlook appointments. Uh, just for for fun, you could create an entity list uh, that has a calendar attribute on that entity list, and you just check that box, and you put the start, end date, title, description for your activities. Uh, so rather than just being a list, uh, you see those activities in a calendar view of when they're going to start, when they're going to end, uh, and uh, it, it gives a nice visualization uh, that they're used to in Outlook. All right, so they end up in sort of this month-for-week overview then, so it's easier to find them rather than just a straight list then. Yes, that's correct. What about other content? I mean, we, we touched a little bit about CDS, but that does that mean that we could have sort of finance and operations data? So if I want to have ordered place the last three months for outstanding orders from from fno i can get that you think i i'm i'm really hoping so uh, you know the 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 story is you know with cds it uh uh you can pump any inf information or any entity that you want into cds uh so if if that story holds true and you know we get our hands on the cds portal and we can tap into uh, that information rather than just looking at dynamics data, um, you know, it, it really opens up uh, a, a whole new world of what you can um, 
put inside of your portal, such such as like you said, your finance and uh, operations orders or your inventory, so you can see what your stock uh, currently is, or even uh, cases from a, another system. So you have your cases from Dynamics, you have cases from uh, Zendex or BMC or ServiceNow. I mean, you could expose that all in in your portal. Uh, you know, that's 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 my hope. Uh, so I, I, I guess we're at a point where time will tell yeah i mean if they manage to get those connectors and cds working together with the portals then that's pretty big chunk of i would say internet that you can expose in the portals if you just have the credentials there and the access from from cds then then you can expose most of the internal stuff right there and that's pretty powerful to me Absolutely. So what's the dream scenario that you want to build together with your customers then? Oh, man, if I had a, a dream portal. Um, so uh, I, I would love to be able to uh, build a portal, uh, you know, and, and use a lot of the capabilities that uh, are there now. Uh, but to be able to replace a customer's website with Microsoft Portal completely. Um, there's been a few customers that were almost there uh, where they would change out their website completely with a uh, Microsoft Portal. Uh, but, you know, I, th I think that's my dream scenario is for, you know, a company that's first starting up and they may not have money to have their own website, but they, you know, want to use Dynamics uh, for their workload and, you know, I build their portal from the ground up and they're using that for their front-facing uh, website. That's my dream scenario. Okay, so that means that most of the people are probably not logged in and users in that perspective. They're sort of guests on the portal site and then using it for the content management system scenarios then. Yeah, uh, you know, in, in ADX, in the ADX world, uh, you know, that's primarily what they had the portals for. It could be a true content management system. Um, I, I think how it stands right now uh, with, you know, portals online, uh, I don't I don't see it as fitting as a full con uh, CMS, uh, maybe in the uh, on on prem world, you could do that. Uh, but yeah, that that's that's my dream scenario. Scenario whether it's portals online or on prem to uh, build out their entire website. Okay, then I have to ask you, what are you doing at the Provence then? Are you using, using portals? Yes. Uh, so we use uh, portals heavily. Uh, so support.provence.com, that is uh, our ITSM self-service portal. All right. Uh, so uh, customers can go in, uh, log any tickets if they have a question or an issue with our product. We even uh, uh, showcase all of our uh, services, such as our professional services and even our solution. Uh, so our solution that's built on Dynamics 365, we have all of our release documentation, our uh, solutions, um, all housed in our uh, in the Microsoft portal. 
so we use it very heavily. So can uh, portals be used for other scenarios? Have you seen it used for e-commerce or something else like that? Yeah. Uh, so uh, other scenarios, um, you know, you, you kind of just uh, you're, you're beholden to your own imagination. Uh, when it comes to portals. Uh, I just spoke at uh, Dynamics 365 Saturday this weekend, and I uh, actually built a, a training portal uh, in an hour. Uh, so uh, the training portal, that type of scenario of uh, you have topics that you're going to present to uh, your students or attendees, what time that it's going to be held, the content that's going to be spoken about, uh, and also built a mechanism where uh, they could ask questions. Uh, you know, a lot of people use a whiteboard and say, okay, this is going to be our parking lot. Um, but my handwriting's chicken scratch. So in my portal, it allows those attendees to ask those questions and I can respond uh, when it's appropriate uh, uh, very easily uh, so they can interact with that. Uh, so there are things that uh, are in a portal that uh, can be accomplished in, in the online scenario, such as uh, you had mentioned e-commerce, so a, a shopping cart uh, scenario where I can go in, look at products, and pay for them. Uh, that's another feature that was there in um, uh, ADX Studio, uh, but it's not there uh, natively uh, in Microsoft Portals. Now, since ADX Studio uh, was acquired by Microsoft, it spun off into Adoxio. Uh, so uh, Adoxio uh, is a, a services company that uh, has other add-ons, and they have a portal companion app uh, that you can plug in <clears throat> to your Microsoft portal, and that has a uh, payment scenario. So it, it, just like with Dynamics, if um, you, you don't have a uh, out-of-the-box uh, solution, there are other ISVs and partners that uh, can bolt in and fill that gap. Uh, do your customers use this mostly for the on CRM online or do they mostly use it for CRM on-premise then? Uh, most of our customers are online. Um, you know, we, we uh, we're with being uh, a uh, Microsoft partner, uh, we, we uh, really push the online story uh, because it just offers you a lot of benefits such as upgrades, your support, um, and uh, e easy access to uh, newer features. Uh, so most of ours are online. And that means that they're using Microsoft portals then? That's correct. All right. So if I want to know more, where, where can I go? Oh, gosh. The possibilities are endless. Uh, so uh, I will put a plug to uh, Microsoft.docs, uh, uh, so Microsoft's documentation. Uh, it's getting there. Uh, as far as uh, what's an entity form and an entity list, uh, uh, they're still building out the content uh, for different use case scenarios and uh, updating more of the liquid side. So if all you portal uh, developers are out of there, uh, if you wanted to know more about liquid, uh, the operators are there, uh, but they're, they're adding to it uh, more and more. 
Um, now, there's also a number of different blogs that I follow. Uh, Colin Vermander, he's a, uh, a, a, a salute, uh, Microsoft MVP um, who works for Adoxio uh, and has a lot of great content. He's more on the developer side of Portal. So if you're in, if you're interested and uh, bored with the out of the box uh, Portal stuff, look at his. Um, uh, blog and he's got a lot of um, information about you know liquid templates using Ajax and bringing in other uh, JavaScript to perform jQuery on your uh, portal. So that's pretty advanced stuff. Uh, Nicholas Haddock, uh, he's has a uh, blog on engineer engineercode.com. So a lot of resources out there, but those are the three that I highly recommend so if we want to see more of you then where can where can we find you next <laughs> well uh, since it's getting close to the uh to the end of the year uh I'm, I'm mostly on customer projects to the end of the year um i was hoping to make it to uh extreme 365 uh but uh schedules didn't didn't allow it this year uh but uh i'm i'm gonna i'm hoping that i'm gonna uh get out to another dynamics 365 saturday uh do another presentation um if you well, want to see more of the things that we do uh we i do uh monthly webinars uh, and there's a self-service webinar about our portal uh, and some things you can do on our portal on our website so uh, yeah, stay tuned and just follow me on uh, CRM Portal Dude, and uh, I, I, I try and give a, a tip uh, either on portals or other things that I find in Dynamics. So that that'll be the one place where you'll know I'm uh, where next I'm gonna be is on my Twitter handle. <laughs> yeah, that's always good to know. Thank you, Chris Mahanes, for your participation in CRM Rocks. Thank you for having me. And thanks to you listening. And don't forget that you can subscribe to Serum Rocks. Just search for it in your favorite podcasting app. And please leave a comment on the, uh, on the page. Just uh, go to serumrocks.com. See you next time on Serum Rocks.